The following discussion may contain triggering and or sensitive material, sexual violence, assault, and abuse are some topics covered in the film. If you feel triggered, please know there are resources to support you. Viewer discretion is advised. A little scared, a little horrified. You know, it's the definition of a horror movie for sure. The fact that it was a horror to watch. Um, my God, was this one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Netflix Roulette. I'm your host, Kate Hughesby. And uh, for those of you who are new here, this is the show where we randomly select a piece of Netflix content and watch it, review it, let you know if it's trash or something you should watch. Uh, this week, I am joined by First Cut's creator, the epic, the legend, one and only Robert Butler III. Welcome to the welcome to your first episode of Netflix Roulette. Whoop, whoop, I'm here. You know what I mean? Netflix, uh, this is really getting us through the uh, pandemic. So have something to enjoy. And, uh, you know, we're just picking something random and enjoying it. Yeah. And um, for those of you who are listening, you can also watch along with us on, on the First Cut YouTube channel. And for those of you watching, you can listen on Spotify. Um, and okay, so Robert, I want to ask you, what kind of stuff do you usually watch on Netflix? Um, you know, Netflix, they have a lot of, a lot of good stuff on there. I usually watch a lot of the doc, documentary series, um, that they, that they usually be posting on there. I also watch a lot of their, um, I just watch, I watch everything. Uh, a lot of original series, a lot of their, uh, a lot of, you know, what, what, whatever variation they got, you know, we watch a lot of stand up comedy together. Um, yep. so everything, you know, did you, uh, watch Tiger King? I just started. Uh, I just started it. I'm on episode two right now, two out of seven. So it's going. It's, it's pretty hot so far. I feel like Tiger King shows us what Netflix can do at its best, and uh, as far as documentaries and virality goes, like Stranger Things, Orange Is the New Black, or a few others that kind of fall into that category. But there's also so much on Netflix that is terrible because there's so there's so many ways they're trying to uh, reach new audiences and share new voices and everything like that. Like for the first episode last week, we watched um, an Indian film, which, you know, we probably would have never come across uh, without this game. So that's, that's the fun part of it is discovering this new stuff. Can you see my screen? I can see your screen. Okay, cool. So how, how this is going to work is Robert's going to give me a random four digit genre code Mm. um which we have not discussed or chosen before this exact moment Mm. so whatever comes to your mind robert i'll type it in okay um just any four any four digits yeah all right um well i'm just gonna give you um the year i was born 1997 1997 let's see so that actually is not a code Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. Let's try seven eight nine three. Seven eight nine three. Mm-hmm. Genre code is Mexican horror movies. Hey, so that will some. be our genre for this week. Let's go. Um it looks like there's only one in this category, so that's <laughs> that's great. That makes our job a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so the movie that we'll be watching is called Romina. The logline is a shocking assault inspires horrific violence when a group of teens encounter a girl from their school while camping in a remote spot. So it sounds like a high school movie. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Mexican horror movies at all? Because I don't think I am. I don't think I've ever watched one. 
Um, I don't think I've ever uh, partaken in one either. I mean, I know I've seen a lot of Guillermo del Toro films. I've seen a lot of Alfonso Colón films. Um, I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, and obviously Guillermo del Toro has done horror movies, but he hasn't done a Mexican horror movie to my knowledge. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm largely unfamiliar. There's going to be something completely new for me. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to uh, watch it. The runtime's an hour 14, so nice half the short. length of Odu Adu uh, from last <laughs> week, which is always a nice um, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we'll watch this movie and be back with you guys in a second to let you know if it's trash or something you should watch. Okay, well, we are back from watching Romina on Netflix. And Robert, what are your first impressions of this movie? I see your face is uh, wide-eyed, a little scared. A little scared, a little horrified. You know, it's the definition of a horror movie for sure. The fact that it was a horror to watch. Um, My God, was this one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, Um, man. What What made it so bad for you? Um... I didn't really get the plot. I didn't get the script. I didn't get what they were going for. I mean, usually horror movie, you know, usually if something's foreign, you know, it's a little more elevated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, this is definitely like the Blumhouse equivalent to um, a Mexican horror movie. So it, it, it is what it, it wasn't like bad, bad, but it was just like bad for the sake of mediocrity. Totally. I definitely wanted to see how it ended the whole time, but it was a horror to watch, as you put it. Like, um, <laughs> so let me just give you guys a quick little rundown on what we just watched. So Romina is a horror movie. I guess you could call it that. It does fall in the horror category. It yeah. follows a group of teenagers um, mm-hmm. who are definitely played by 30-year-olds. They go into the... <laughs> They go into what we'd probably go to like Joshua Tree. They go to some forest to go on a little camping exhibition, drink a little, maybe get yeah. a little frisky. Um, yeah. Like Riverdale, like the Mexican Riverdale, basically. And what ends up happening is that it's like half girls, half guys in the group. And then the guys spot this topless camper who's not a part of their group. And she is just swimming topless. There's yeah. full frontal nudity. Um, yeah, that's the best part. Which was a surprise. <laughs> which the was a surprise. Sure. Um, and so these guys um, are become obsessed with this random girl that they see at the campsite. And um, they actually end up raping her halfway through. And so the protagonists are actually the monsters, um, which was kind of interesting. But again, it doesn't make sense as a horror movie in terms of like, you know, the plot and, and the logic of why these characters were acting this way yeah i didn't i didn't understand the dudes uh i don't know i didn't understand 
her motivation. There's kind of a twist that happens at the end. Um, I also like how, you know, she only came around when, um, when the homeboy's uh, wiener was out when he was taking a, a leak and then uh, and she'll pop up. So it gotta be some sort of metaphorical, um, analytical, uh, extraterrestrial, uh, political, political, um, psychological, um, hypnotic, cinematic, uh, histogramic. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, not flaws. Yeah, um, I remember, like, because the first 30 minutes of the movie was exposition, um, just random dialogue. Like, some of the dialogue was re- in the beginning was, like, funny, relatable, like, pretty good written dialogue, I think, for, like, a group of hang- teenagers hanging out. Um, but then, like, basically the inciting is- incident was one of the guys taking his dick out and peeing uh, in the forest. And that, I remember, I remember you saying that's never a good sign in a horror movie when someone starts peeing in the forest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The forest is answering back. Now, what I do want to emphasize here is that while the first 30 minutes, nothing really happened, the the movie itself is only an hour 15. So um, it kind of, it kind of just goes from nothing to something to what? Within like, within the course of like 10 minutes. Yeah. Which is interesting. You don't feel bad for the protagonists. Um, you know, the basically the all the horror, the gruesome horror comes out of this rape victim getting revenge on our protagonist group of campers. And yeah. so it's like even though two of them only two of them were guilty out of like four. Right. And then there's a big twist at the end which doesn't hit I think as well as it's supposed to um because it just makes no sense one of the campers is on the random girl's side. What, how, what were your reactions to that twist at the end? Um, like the rest of the movie, didn't really make sense. Um, <laughs> I just thought that it was just, uh, you know, I usually look look at these movies. Like, it, what's funny is, like, I think if they probably had, like, an extra 30 minutes to, like, maybe, I don't know, ask some character, um, maybe a little, like, explanation i mean not exposition because we had enough of that but 30 I'm talking, minutes yeah yeah i think i think i think if they had a little like you know backstory or something i mean it just kind of like it kind of just feels like a short film but like too long you know yeah, i'd say like, it's more neo-realist because nothing happens <laughs> yeah. you know exactly um, but yeah, the whole movie is in Spanish, which was no problem for me reading the subtitles. I'm surprised you needed subtitles because you've taken Spanish. But yeah, know, I mean, yeah. I only I only spell Spanish like six times, so uh, okay, uh, it really wouldn't uh, it really wouldn't matter. I remember like ten minutes past in the movie, and the only thing that had happened is that we were one fifth done with the movie. Yeah, no, I um I definitely think it moved like a breeze. If you want to, um use an hour and 15 minutes to do absolutely nothing this is definitely a movie to watch for sure um also though um i ended up looking up this movie on imdb and it has an incredibly high score of 2.2 out of 10 um which is you know i guess the the people said at least it's two stars out of 10 right right 20 percent good um let me pull up my google chrome here we can look at some reviews Mm-hmm. Um, 15% liked this 15% of Google users like this movie it got a 2.2 out of 10 on IMDb what would you give it Robert I think on Cade's Tomatoes I'd give this movie about a, 
about a 25. It's about the same as Alita Battle Angel for me. Ah, oh, okay. You hating on Alita Battle Angel. I think this is definitely better than Alita Battle, Alita Battle Angel for sure. Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably go a little lower. I'd probably say it's a strong. Uh, on Case Tomatoes, it got to be a strong. Uh, Robert's Tomatoes. Oh, 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 Robert's Tomatoes. Okay, on Robert's Tomatoes, then I got to, I got to give it like a, I give it like a 12. 12, a 12. 12. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll meet you there. I'm going to give it a 12 too. I think 12. that's that's what it deserves. Yeah. Um and let's see if we can find doesn't have a rotten tomato score. <laughs> um how did this movie get on Netflix? That's oh, my Oh, look question. at this. The first article, Romina, a horror thriller that made no sense even by even uh, by what? Even by what? It says vanessanonspoilers.com too. I like that title, that name. Website name. Vanessa, if you're watching, comment below. Uh, made no sense even by slasher standards. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, yeah, you know, something there. I mean, it it does follow the exact uh, beats of like a, a slasher movie, um, you know, and even to the point. I, I think that article even mentioned it briefly too that they have Camp uh, uh, Crystal Crystal Lake. Which is, you know, obviously the 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 camp from um, those uh, was it those uh, not Nightmare on M Street the uh, the other joints uh, the Friday Thirteenth movies. Chris, oh, from Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's like a, a play on that. You know, they they also reference like other movies in that movie and and um. Romania. Yeah, there were a lot of um used like kind of tropes from other horror movies, popular horror movies. Yeah, that they even were like, "What is this, the Blair Witch Project?" <laughs> what do you think of the cinematography? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think they did a good job desaturating um, the life out of it. Um, right. Yeah, the color the, correction was strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 probably. Uh, I, I love how they had moments where they went in slow motion um but they clearly only filmed it in like the normal speed so it looks like all choppy and yeah weird and like unintentional yeah i yeah. definitely feel like this was made in maybe one or two days yeah uh, yeah which, yeah you know good for them for getting that film on netflix uh yeah yeah out of out of entire that. entire feature film i feel like the shot list was about 50 50 shots for the entire film which is, and a lot of the shots were super long like more than yeah. the opening shot was two minutes yeah 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 exactly yeah. yeah and it was just like on the on the lady's face so which i don't think ever like really fully got explained either so that was the the rape victim slash murderer uh that was her getting questioned by the police because she escaped and pretended to be i think at the end she pretended to be a victim i mean she uh, was a victim of rape but she wasn't she was pretending to be a part of the camp group oh boy well um, i I do kind of wish I was watching the the Indian film that you and Parker watched last week because that one looked kind of fun. You know, compared to this movie, that movie was a lot more fun. I think they, uh, I don't know. I think the logic was stronger even in Oju Raja Oju. I, I can't. Oh, Odu Raja Odu. Odu Raja Odu. Yeah, I think the logic was even stronger in that movie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which sure. if you were if you watched last week's episode made no sense um but i'm looking <laughs> at <laughs> i'm looking at the director um whose name is diego cohen yeah um it looks like he's made quite a few mexican horror thriller dark movies Ooh. yeah any he's hits known, he's it says on imdb that he's known for honeymoon which is 
um, another dark horror movie, but this one has 4.2 out of 10 instead of 2.2 out of 10. Okay, okay. So it's double the quality. It's probably yeah. double the length too. Yeah, so I think um, overall I would not recommend watching this movie. I think that if this review has piqued your interest and you want to check it out um, to see what we've been talking about, I think it could be fun, especially during quarantine to pass some time. But out of everything on Netflix, I think the roulette board uh, gave us something nasty yeah. this time. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't, uh, this one ain't it, wasn't it. But, uh, you know, salute to, we did two foreign, two obscure foreign movies thus far. Um, I like that we are, projecting on this pattern of uh of underseen horror flicks um and yeah it's looking good yeah um all right guys so thank you so much for tuning into the second episode of netflix roulette i'm your host kate hughesby joined this week by rb3 and robert where can we find you on social media you can find me on twitter instagram uh, at director rb3 all right everyone you can find me at kate hughesby thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next week Oh, 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 oh